Hey everyone, this is Gabby and Karim, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Tune in each week to hear us talk about the journey of getting into med school. From GAMSAT to medical interviews, get the insider scoop from med students who have done it all before. So So stay stay tuned tuned and and get get ready ready to get get med ready. (laughs) Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. It's Gabby and Karim here. Hi everyone. Um, And we are doing our first episode today, breaking down the different types of interview stations. So just a bit of a reminder on the four types that we've come up with. It's ethics, acting, personal, and explain or task. And today we're talking about ethics. But before we jump in, Krim, did you want to do an acknowledgement of country for us? Yep. So I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we are meeting today. For us, that's the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. I'd like to pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Thank you for that, Karim. So let's talk about ethics now. So we see ethics a lot in medical interviews. And what's the point of ethics, Karim? Why is it in all of these interviews? Um, I guess the whole point of an ethics station is really to try and figure out if you've dedicated time to think like a doctor or a medical professional. We know that a big part of being a doctor is uh, thinking about ethical dilemmas and um, all medical professionals are faced with ethical dilemmas quite Mm -hmm. often. So it's a really important part of their job to be able to think about the ethical framework. Um, And we know it's important to have an approach whenever you're faced with an ethical scenario because they can be quite overwhelming, obviously. Um, And luckily in medicine, we face these ethical scenarios as part of a team, but in your interviews, you're all by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't scare them off just yet. (laughs) But yeah, ethics is a huge part of medicine um, and it's a huge part about being a medical student as well and discuss Discussing ethical scenarios and ethical frameworks really demonstrates who a person is and how they think. So it's a really good interview tool, I think. So let's talk about the different ways in which ethics can be presented in medical interviews. So the first one, which I think most people will be familiar with, is scenarios. So you get given some sort of ethical scenario and you need to decide how you would respond to this situation and justify your response. Um, Then there's also personal examples. So you might get asked to explain some experience that you've had where you've demonstrated some form of ethical decision making um, and really evaluate your critical thinking in an ethical manner. And then the other way it might be presented is via a topic. So you're presented with some sort of topic that may be controversial um, and have some sort of strong ethical framework around it um, or some ethical sort of approach essentially yeah. just something that um it's been discussed before they might be really specific like for example i think for you know vaccines you should know a few of the key ideas around the ethics behind vaccines mm. and why we think it's okay to do it um and so it's really important with topics to have a little bit of background understanding um and we've put down here that it's really important to have done some basic research before going into the interview no yeah. one expects you to be an expert no. by any means but you should have a basic understanding yeah and there's a lot of these topics that 
you may not be able to have time to research them all. But, you know, there's the main ones. Vaccines, um, like Karim said, is definitely one not to miss, especially in the life that we live at the moment. <laughs> I'm sure it would be very hard to miss this topic. So um, being across that. But it's basically just controversial topics. Um, you may or may not think it's controversial, but have some sort of ethical grounding behind mm. them and you can discuss them. It's a very long list, um, yeah. but just know what's relevant to where you're applying. I suppose everyone here is applying to, to Australia, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think... Do we have any international listeners? Yeah, we do. One or two. <laughs> but also um, international students living in Australia. Yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, just think about the laws and common topics that might come up. Um, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And I think the most important part that you and I, Karim, discussed when we were preparing for our own interviews, um, because Karim and I prepared together, so we will share with you what we prepared, um, and we really focused on structure, because we think what separates a really strong response to a good response is solid structure and clarity in thinking. So there's a few different ways you can structure your responses. What's one that you can think of, Karim? Yeah, so we've come up with quite a few. Uh, one of the most basic ones is just called the four pillars, referring to the four pillars of ethics in medicine. And they are autonomy, justice, non-maleficence, and beneficence. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you can do a bit of research onto all of these, and I highly recommend that you do. Uh, yeah. But a basic summary is that they are the underlying concepts behind the way that we approach ethics in medicine, and it's something to... It's really important to think about every time you approach any ethical scenario. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there's other different ethical frameworks that we were talking about just before um, that may help you um, in discussing medical ethics. Things like informed and shared decision making, competence, um, compliance. Um, Privacy, confidentiality, the concept of the mature minor. Yeah, those are really interesting topics to read into yeah. um for the interviews but also for med school and yeah, medicine as well yeah um, so it's important to have some basic research into these areas because they do come up quite often in interviews they're all quite relevant yeah yeah and another model of framing your answer when it comes to ethics is having an inside out approach i really like this approach because it helped me sort of think through the scenario and play it out in my head without missing anything, I think. So it's called um, the inside-out model, as I said. But you basically start thinking from the inside. So the individual, and then take a step out, think about the community, state or local government or national government, and then the world. Um, so it's just sort of walking through the different levels of impact, I guess, that this scenario or this ethical situation would influence. Um, it's really great for medico-legal situations because you can really talk about, you know, how different um, legal systems or legal concepts impact individuals, communities and, and whatever and can compare different communities or different governments um, and different countries. Um, Karim, you had a really good example for this model. Yeah, so the example we had was vaccines. And the reason why it's such a good example is because you can really walk through the inside-out model and apply the concept of vaccines as an ethical treatment um, and apply that to each level. So at the individual level, you can think about the person's individual decisions, so the impact that the vaccine will have on their health. Are they willing to take the... 
um, risk associated with vaccine versus the benefit that they gain from reducing their likelihood of an infection from some pathogen or disease. So that's at the individual level. At the community level, you can start thinking about things like herd immunity. Um, so the fact that the more people get vaccinated, the better it is for everyone, essentially. Um, and then going out further, state and government, they don't just care about herd immunity. They also care about cost, manufacturing, the percentage uptake within the state or the government. And then if you take a step out again, you can think about the world. So really important ethical issues like equal access to vaccines, um, the cost of manufacturing vaccines and, you know, whether these vaccines are super expensive, mm. um, whether the patent has been privatized, so it's, it's really hard to make, um, or whether it's quite cheap, like with some of the COVID vaccines, um, not all of them, but some of them. Yeah. And um, even things like eradication of disease, for example, is, is a world approach yeah yeah um, and so yeah that's why vaccines make a really good uh example of that, that model. model yeah yeah i think that's that's quite possibly the perfect example for this <laughs> model and this model might not work for everything but for me it was just a really good way to make sure that i focused on what was important in that example whether individual is the most important level to care about or maybe you know world was the most important level to care about um but it just helps you sort of you know separate things and and walk through the different levels so another really useful model to um, structure and approach ethical scenarios is the five W's. Now, there were five W's when we first created this model, but it's grown a little bit since then. So basically, it's really simple. The five W's are who, what, when, where, and why. Karim, do you want to break down this even further for us? Yep. So essentially, the who part is who is involved in the scenario. Um, and an extension of that, which you might get to later on, is who else might you want to consult? So um, they give you these scenarios when, and they want you to think about the real world. And in mm. the real world, you can always ask for help. So who else might you consult? Mm -hmm. um, what are their motives? So the people involved in the scenario, what could they be thinking about um, or what are they after? Uh, when and where is this occurring? And that's really just talking about the context uh, of the scenario. So what is happening, um, or sorry, when and where is this occurring in terms of what would you want to know? Where is this happening in terms of what location? Um, and then the why is, why are we discussing this? What are the prevalent issues, i.e. why do we care? And that's probably the most important one because mm. you need to be able to identify why is this being asked of you? to be able to answer the questions that the interviewers ask you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot there and you probably won't cover everything in a situation. Even if you can think of, you know, discussion points for each of those questions, you probably won't have time to break them down. But that's, it's really helpful to ask yourself these questions in a scenario that's really complex and overwhelming because it can help you break it down and figure out what's the most important things to discuss. Um, but also in scenarios that seem simple, that you could start to flesh things out and realize, you know, what's at the crux of all of this that you need to get out and show and demonstrate to the examiner. Yeah. And one more sort of uh, ethical framework that you can use is the pros and cons framework, which is a really simple one and a great one when you're freaking out and you're stuck on yeah. what to choose. You just look at the scenario and just think, what are the pros? What are the cons of a certain action? 
um, and ultimately what is your decision and why in terms of what what action you might pick. That's a really, really good one if you're freaking out about yeah. what, what to do. Um, and so you might be thinking like, okay, you've given me quite a few <laughs> uh, approaches and there's many more, I'm sure, but these are some of the main ones. Um, mm-hmm. how, which one do you actually pick? You can sort of pick and choose between all of them. You don't have to pick a specific one for each scenario. Um, some of them might be better compared to others for, for different things. So just get used to using all of them and that way you'll get really good at picking which one works the best for yeah. a specific question. I think we tried to alternate quite a bit when we were doing our practice runs and we sort of found our strengths. I was definitely more for the inside out and five W's approach, but I would try to incorporate a few medical ethics concepts through there as well to touch on. Um, what would you say your favorite one was? I just used a bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Made your own. <laughs> Remix. Remixed everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one in particular. But above all, it's really important that you read through the scenario, if it is a, re- a written one, to read through it, take a breath and begin in a strong way that sort of shows that, yes, I understand the scenario. I, I read it or I listened to it and I understand what is asked of me because often there'll be a really long scenario then a question at the end so you need to make sure that you demonstrate to the examiner that you're you're structured and you've thought about your response so make sure you have some sort of line in the beginning that you can edit each time to demonstrate that yeah absolutely and in terms of things to do and things not to do the do's uh, and the don'ts back again (laughs) uh we've come up with a few really key things so gabby do you want to go through the do's yeah so do be honest don't make things up you know if you don't know a lot about the topic if you say some random statistic or some fact that you made up it's really really risky maybe the examiner won't know but maybe they will and they'll be you know it it won't be great for your interview so just be honest and demonstrate the learning that you do have Um, do if you don't know much about a topic admit that and still make a decision based on what you do know but I think it's really powerful if you are to sort of admit your lacks of knowledge or your um, areas of improvement in your knowledge rather. Um, so so mention that and maybe mention as well how you will endeavor to learn about the topic and fill those gaps. And do include a personal example where you can as well. This often isn't straightforward and sometimes it's really hard, especially with ethical scenarios because the scenario itself is so complex and convoluted that it's really hard to bring in your own experiences and hard to have time for that. But if you can, I think it really shows power um, in your response and shows that you've really thought about it. Helps you stand out as well. Personal experience always helps you stand out. Absolutely. But make sure it's on topic as well. Don't just chuck in some random example because you think it's a good example. It needs to relate to the topics that you've talked about. And don't make up an example. So going back to the first point, don't make something up. Yeah, be honest. And the don'ts, Karim. Yeah, so don't sit on the fence. Um... That's a really big one, which Gabby is very passionate about. So, Gabby, why why are you passionate about this one? Yeah, well, I think sitting on the fence can have its own merits. You know, it's good in the fact that you can see both sides. But what what I think is the weakness or the risk of sitting on the fence is that you come across as someone who 
has said, yeah, these are the pros of this situation. These are the cons of this situation. There you go. So it hasn't, you haven't really used your critical thinking skills to come up with a response or come up with some sort of solution. And if you can't, on the day you can't think of some solution and you can't pick an option for whatever reason, that's fine. But you need to say why, whether it's because you need to consult someone, maybe you need a multidisciplinary team meeting to discuss the situation further. Maybe you need to do more research so you're, you have more knowledge on the topic. Um, maybe you need to consult your seniors, whatever it is, say what you need to do in order to make a decision and also highlight what you think is most important to be solved. Because that then shows that you, even if you are sitting on the fence you're not just being lazy and not coming up with a scenario and just wanting to please everyone that you are being confident and articulating yourself well whilst sitting on the fence does that make sense yeah absolutely um i completely agree i think you shouldn't sit on the fence you should try to make a decision because it Mm -hmm. shows creative thinking which is a really important part of being a medical professional and we have to make decisions in medicine even as a you know medical student i didn't think there would be many decisions that we had to make without guidance but there there are sometimes some decisions you have to make you know um if you're interviewing a patient um and they ask you something you have to make a decision whether or not to you know answer that question or do what they ask or not do it so there's always things that happen that you're going to need to make a decision and you can't really sit on the fence in real life unfortunately no in real life you do need to do something you, you need to ha- jump can't, can't just say here are the pros here are the cons see you later <laughs> see ya <laughs> you have to jump on one side of the fence um okay and that leads nicely onto the next point which is don't jump to conclusions <laughs> and be aware of your biases and what we mean by that is that these scenarios can often try and lead you towards one mode of thinking of one conclusion um but be careful not to jump to conclusions and sort of judge people too quickly in these scenarios or judge the scenario itself too quickly um try and really think about the scenario carefully and think about what the pros and cons are like yeah. like we were saying before or, or what uh think through one of those ethical frameworks um mm, the mm. who what when where why or whatever it might be Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, don't jump to conclusions straight away. Make a more rounded response. Exactly, yeah. And finally, uh, don't freak out if the scenario is complex. Uh, embrace it because there will be plenty to talk about. Um, and from personal experience, Gabby and I both sat a very complex station, <laughs> um, <laughs> which we found really, really challenging, and we debriefed about it afterwards. Um and I think we both bombed it, but... <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but that's okay. I think it's really important not to freak out during the uh, scenario itself and just embrace it. It is complex and there'll be plenty of things to talk about. Mm, um, mm. And especially scenarios regarding medico-legal ethics. Mm, mm. No one is expecting you to know the everything. Law. No one's expecting to know the law for sure. <laughs> like there's basic things that you probably should know about yeah. the laws, like what's good and what's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but What's illegal. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the specifics and the nitty-gritty of medico-legal yeah. ethics is so complex. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of doctors aren't completely across it as well. And very... um. Uh, situation 
based. based. Like you need to know the situation itself. It's very, very specific usually. Yeah. Um, and, and so if that's if that's a scenario you are facing, that's okay. You just need to embrace it and acknowledge that, yeah, you might not know exactly yeah. what the correct answer is. Yeah. And it's really fine in that situation to be like, look, I'm not across what the law is in that specific situation. So I want to check that first. But my gut feeling is telling me this and still explain the situation and what would you would do in the situation, but acknowledge that you would consult the law first before, you know, acting on whatever your decision is. And I think that demonstrates really good ethical thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Or that you consult legal advice. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that sort of brings us to the end of this episode. So I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of ethics in the medical interview setting. We will be going through, what's next week? Acting? Yep. Acting next week. So join us for that. Maybe we'll get Karim to act for us. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how we go. But basically, we just wanted to end by telling you all to embrace the learning in ethics. I think Karim particularly, we learned quite a bit and you loved it. We learned so much. Ethics is fun. And also... um, the good thing about ethics is that you're always learning in mm. medicine about the ethics and you always discuss this sort of stuff and you always need to debrief with your friends and your colleagues um, regarding ethical scenarios because they are very, very frequent. Yeah, yeah. And ethical scenarios are really great to talk about in with your friends, with your family, yeah. because everyone has slightly different opinions and you can learn a lot from different people, especially from different backgrounds, people outside of medicine as well. It's great to get their opinion. And, and there's not always it. a right answer. As no, well. there is. Sometimes there is. Sometimes it's, <laughs> sometimes it is clear, black and white. But more often than not, it's uh, it's a shade of grey. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting discussions. Um, so we encourage you all to talk to friends, talk to family and embrace this learning and hopefully you enjoy it because it's something you're going to be doing every day of your career. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I think in this episode, we broke down some of the main things that we found useful in our interviews. Um, but obviously ethics is a huge topic and we'll dedicate more time towards uh, explaining some more concepts in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Well, without any further ado, we'll let you all go. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. See ya. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Please like, share, and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.